Hey there, friend or foe, probably friend, hopefully. Um, <laughs> you're listening to Ask Your Dad, which is a advice podcast um, hosted by me, Herman Johnson, also known as Herman John Dad on many a social media platform. The really cool thing about our podcast is that we can answer any questions that you have and give you advice in our titular advice segment, Ask Your Dad. Um, so if you want some advice or you just have a problem that you need solved that we could maybe help you with, you can go to just ask your dad at gmail.com and send us a neat little email or you could send us a DM at ask your dad pod on Instagram. Either way you slice it, you're helping our podcast out. So we hope to hear from you soon and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to ask your dad. I'm just... I don't, there's, there's not an intro anymore, so I have to, we're figuring it out. I'm just, all right, all we'll right. figure out something. Um, today, <laughs> we have one of my very close friends from, from years past, from, from ancient times, I would say. From high school. From high school, Arion Felder. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Already, already the best. Already yeah. the best. It's usually how it goes. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I wish that my semester hasn't been hadn't been so like busy because I've been meaning to ask about it. Oh, to be on the show? Yeah. Oh well. Who said that I wanted you on the show until this point? You're abs- You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Precisely. But I feel like what what I want matters. Okay. You know, a... Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Of course. I know, I know, I know. Of course what you want matters. Look what I have um by my side right now. I don't know why. I don't know why. You know, for those of you, you who are vaccinated. Gonna... Okay, wait. I have mine right here. I have it on my whiteboard. I have it right here. I've been vaccinated for like a month now fully va- well yeah a month and some change and it's just like i don't know what it is but whenever i see this card i just feel powerful i feel like i made it i feel like i you know i'm participating in the right things <laughs> because you are hey what can no i matter say? what the anti-vaxxers say do you have any anti-vaxxers in your life a lot of people have been telling me about their anti-vaxxer parents or cousins or friends and i don't really have any anti-vaxxers in my life what about you no i don't but i went on facebook for the first time in like forever i don't even remember why like earlier this week and the one of the first posts i saw was someone talking about like why do we need to be vaccinated and i was like yep that's why i don't go on facebook so i stay away uh the only time i go on facebook is on my birthday because <laughs> because <laughs> Mr. Fontana, believe it or not, wow, tells me happy birthday on Facebook every year without fail. Before anyone else, the break of dawn, I get a message, a Facebook notification. <laughs> Michael Fontana wishes you a happy birthday on your page. And Miss Wilson, too. It's crazy. <laughs> well, you were a you were a good kid, so was I uh, the thing is Fontana was literally only at the school what our freshman and sophomore year which for you that's just our sophomore year how did he I don't know why he has such a strong (laughs) feeling about saying happy birthday to me I mean you know thank you Mr. Fontana if you're listening shout out to you and your muscles shout out to you (laughs) 
in your does he own a gym i think he owns a gym oh yeah i think that's what happened well how do you feel about uh being a stepdad you know what does being a stepdad mean to you ariane wow um being a stepdad means you know still taking care of the kid it's not necessarily your kid by blood but you know mm -hmm. you're still giving that fatherly advice still caring mm -hmm. you know Wow, you passed the stepdad test, so. Oh, sweet. Good job. <laughs> I guess I'll make a good stepdad one day. What? <laughs> Not that being an aspiration. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Do you want to tell them, um, the them? <laughs> Do you want to tell the people listening a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Actually, uh, my name is Ariane. I am 21 years old. Hey. I am a Libra, a Pisces moon, Libra rising. I could say the rest of my chart, but you know, we don't have to get into all this you really don't. stuff. I know, you know, super don't. gay. We don't have to get all in that. I know it's not, it's not everybody's wave. Um, yeah, I go to NT State, I'm majoring in textile technology with a minor in women and gender studies. Hey. Um, currently kicking my butt right now because I've had finals and then preparing for finals all week. Mm -hmm. um, yeah that i mean i i don't really have much to say i guess not, not to be though. a bully of an interviewer but how do you feel that a lot of your friends are graduating and you are not graduating oh yet? let me talk about it because the thing is i thought i was cool about it because i don't really care that much i did have my like year of experience working so it's like ha you know whatever I, when right, i graduate true. i get that stuff on your resume <laughs> exactly my resume looks good right but then I was watching people, as I suffered in the library, I was watching people walk around in, in Captain Gowns, and I was like, oh, that that sucked. That could be me. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, only like, only a few of my friends are graduating because a lot of us were in that boat of like, you know, taking school, taking time off school to, to work mm -hmm. for experience. But it's still like, man, I still got to do this longer. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about so my friends weird. who are getting like their masters and stuff. I'm like, ooh, God bless you, because I could. I feel like a master it. sounds. It sounds even more adult than being in college does. Yeah. Like, oh, you did. You decided to to stay. That seems like a very like, you know, adult decision. Yeah, and I just don't think that I could do it just because having a liberal studies major. I just get nervous because I'm like, even me just graduating with my bachelor's, there's not a lot of jobs that it's like, you are directly qualified for doing this because of what you majored in. And I feel like getting a master's in it is not going to make that much of a difference in the job search. Right now I'm applying for a lot of writing jobs because um, I am uniquely qualified for a lot of writing jobs. And some of it is so random. It's like content writer for a car company content writer for like random stuff that I know nothing about but I know that I can write well so I could figure it out you know and it's mm -hmm. just annoying I hate being an adult it sucks yeah I'm not I'm not really a fan too much every time I pay rent I go I cry a little bit like that's a lot of money it blows it blows and then on top of it I don't know if you saw who was on SNL last night do you know um I wasn't it Elon Musk and Miley Cyrus, like it, just knowing that in general was enough mm -hmm. for me not to watch mm -hmm. it, to be honest. I never thought that I would ever have to say this, but like, I feel like it's hard enough 
being Gen Z because Gen Z is such like a range. Like we got so much going on. We got so much going on and there's a lot of positives, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of negatives too. Yeah. I did not need, this is trending on Twitter right now, Elon oh. Musk and you know, the whole colorful SNL crew. I don't know what they're called. What are you called if you're on SNL? SNL, I guess cast. They don't have a fun name? I don't think so. Okay, well, anyway. All of them, (laughs) you know, they got together and they decided to do a skit that was kind of like making fun of Gen Z slang. But they were really making fun of AAV. Yeah, and I did see a little bit. It's just like, it's concerning. Hold on. If If I can find it, I will play it for the listeners. So you don't have to pause the podcast and go search for this. But it's just, it's called Gen Z Hospital, is what the name of the, the sketch was, which already, to me, was not it. But basically, like, I don't know. I, I, I could see where the, the, where the idea for the sketch started. Because it's like a, a group of friends and their bestie, quote unquote, is in the hospital. <laughs> and they're, they're all concerned and they're asking all these questions and they're using all of this quote unquote TikTok Gen Z slang, right? But a lot of it is a lot of it is just things that black people and queer people say, which is really annoying. And to hear Elon Musk of all person say, No, that's cap. It's not even the way like <laughs> too much. I think I'm I'm honestly glad that I didn't finish the video because I already know what was gonna be said. But I'm so like it's not even used correctly. Nothing is being used in the way it should. Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's so annoying. Like someone, I saw someone on Twitter saying they blame Kombucha Girl. Kombucha Girl? Because sl- she called it internet slang uh, on Twitter one day. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, I guess, you know, the little white kids took that and ran with it. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Here we it's are. like everybody. And I feel like it's been because everybody says things like period and poo and like, you know, all this. I There's a, a trillion other words and phrases and stuff that have been colonized, one might say. <laughs> um, yeah. Because everybody says it, it's harder to call out when it's being used in a sus way. Because to me, somebody in the, in the comp, like in on Twitter like on the video said, I don't know why this feels anti-black to me, but it does. And that's how I felt watching it. It just, I felt like I was being bullied a little bit. I think the thing is like, not like I've been around enough, like people who have used AAV um, and not been black. And I've, you know, I've called them out on it or whatever, but they don't usually have any sort of black scent to go with it. But mm. I feel like from, like I said, I have I didn't watch the whole clip, but what from what I've watched on the clip, it was definitely like some black scent being used there mm-hmm. when they were delivering the lines. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it feels less like Gen Z and more very pointed towards black people. Mm-hmm. And that, that was definitely like not sitting right. And I think that's the big thing. It's because before this was a trend, you know, there was black people that were just talking like this naturally and cultivating this vernacular. So now that we're like making fun of Gen Z for using it, it's really just making fun of the black people who created the terminology. And that's just a little, little uncomfortable to me. I don't like it. You, 
you know what you know what that made me think about though i was Hmm. talking with my i was talking with my partner about this yesterday like it's just really interesting how like these things happen and we're like where were the black where were the where were the black people to say hey maybe this isn't a good idea in the writer's room Mm -hmm. and then it was like oh you know what maybe it isn't necessarily about them being in the writer's room it's about them being comfortable enough to you know state their concerns in the writer's room right and so that kind of calls into question like what kind of culture is snl creating or you know what it is you know what it is because i don't even there's like a lot of black writers and black performers on snl but i don't know if there's a lot of black writers and performers at snl that either have the power to say like let's not do this sketch which I feel like there should be because there's a lot of them who have been on the cast for like years and years and years now, or there's, they don't have the, I hope this isn't the case, but maybe they don't have the like, I don't know, internet knowledge or I don't want to say wokeness cause I hate that term, but like the awareness of when it, cause I think sometimes when you're telling a joke, like with your group of friends, and I think this happens in writer's rooms a lot, when you're telling a joke, like in the room, it's really funny but you're not thinking about how it's going to be received as much. And mm-hmm. so maybe SNL just needs more of that. Also SNL in general is just usually not that funny to me. Yeah. Like usually it's yeah. if I watch an episode of SNL, it's usually because of who's hosting it. Cause I want to see them because that specific person is funny, but the writers themselves nine times out of 10, it misses the mark for me personally. Yeah. This time maybe I'm not the crowd. Maybe we're not the target crowd. Maybe the millennials are really eating up this this skit. Maybe they really I love it. I think they are. <laughs> Man, what a change, too. What a right. change. <laughs> Weren't they just being, you know, roasted on, on SNL, like, and now it's us? I have, like, a lot of professors. I mean, I've gotten so used to not being, like, persecuted for being Gen Z. Because all my communication studies professors were, like, super, like... You guys are the ones who are going to fix a lot of this shit because my generation sucks for this blank and blank reason. So I'm just not used to like Gen Z slander. The only thing that I remember like specific Gen Z slander being about was that time when them, them, them little baby kids was eating Tide Pods. And I agreed with that. They should have been. I didn't want to be connected to that. (laughs) I didn't want to be connected to that. They should have been bullied for eating Tide Pods. I think that is fair. (laughs) I think I I was identifying as a millennial at that point because I was like, no, you're not going to. (laughs) you're not gonna put me in with that i just uh, i don't know we should just bully people for who they are specifically and not the generation they're attached (laughs) to (laughs) exactly exactly because the the, it's it's a very loose qualifier and they change like the qualifiers of what makes you a millennial versus gen z change all the time so it's like let's just bully people for the sake of bullying out of yeah. context, that's a terrible statement. I hope nobody <laughs> nobody clips that specific Somebody's statement. Somebody's going to clip it. They're going to clip it. When you're like rich and famous, they're going to clip it and they're going to be like, check out this Remember video. Remember on episode 37 of Ask Your Dad when Herman Johnson said, people exactly. should just bully for the sake of bullying. <laughs> exactly. But here, mm, devil's advocate, right? I Not think that bullying advocate. has its place in the world. <laughs> Not based on race, not based on, you know, protected identities. But when somebody does or says something stupid, for instance, right? For instance, there was a time period in my life 
where I was coming to school ashy as hell, right? I should be bullied for being ashy because how else am I going to change? How else am I going to learn? If nobody says, Herman, you look a hot fucking mess with all of this whiteness on your legs and arms and knees and elbows, how am I going to say, wow, I shouldn't be walking out ashy? And there's people to this day. And there's a there's a whole bunch of layers on that because some people think you're only supposed to lotion when you're ashy and not you're just supposed to lotion in general so your skin doesn't get dry, so it doesn't get ashy in the first place. But anyway... I think that there are specific aspects and avenues and moments where bullying is necessary and helps people grow. What say you, Ariane? What do I say? Um, you know what? As someone who has not only bullied you, but also uh, family members for being I can agree. And what did you say? Hold on. Could you repeat that last part? Because the internet said by asked me. So I just need you to say that one more time. I said, I said, as someone who has bullied you mm-hmm. and also uh, family members for being ashy, I'm going to have to agree with you in some cases. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to be, sometimes, sometimes you just got to be teased. You just got to be bullied a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, bullying. But I think it has to be situational too. It can't be like yeah. consistent. It can't yes. be like exactly Exactly. we're not trying to traumatize people here right exactly it needs to be for a specific purpose it's not just out of the sake of being mean it's on the sake of helping people grow and i think if we had bullying education in elementary schools bullying education bullying 101 it would be very helpful because i know people who haven't been bullied and some of them are incorrigible and they need to be bullied a little bit to get a little wake-up call I sound terrible. We're going to end this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you sound you sound bitter is what it is. I just think, I don't know. I think bullying gives you a personality. I don't think I got, I didn't really get bullied. I didn't get bullied too much. I probably should have for some of my actions. Some, I think the some, only thing that I got later. like bullied for, and I wouldn't even say bully because I would like fight back. It's just the whole queer of it all. Being queer is yeah. like a thing that was like a thing throughout elementary school. Not really in high school. Everybody was pretty nice in high school for the most part. Because there were so many gay people. Our True. school was crawling. And a lot of closeted people to this exactly. day. It was crawling. Crawling. Ridiculous. Yeah. What can we say? How does That's... that even happen? How does what how does a how does a area be condensed with the gay? I don't know. Yeah, and a, it was a, in a, a, a military base nearby. Like, what? That's probably why, actually. You think what you I just feel like the gay? cosmos, I feel like the cosmos takes areas that are very conservative and very um, hyper masculine and just, you know, shoots a little bit of gay in there. So I think, you know, when whoever's dad or mom decided that they wanted to join the military, your chances of having a gay child just just go up a little bit just it just stacks up a little bit that's what i think (laughs) you know what i I, you know i did come out i did come out very very bisexual so makes sense lines up i don't know a single i don't know a single military parent without at least one gay child i'll tell you what i can't think of one i'm just kidding i can think of a couple (laughs) speaking of gay you were the one who told me this but i've been um binge watching a lot of love island to prepare for the possible gay that we might get this summer in the next season of love island and Mm -hmm. i'm watching season five right now 
Um, I'm at the part, and please, you know, please do not spoil okay. for me. But I'm at the part where um, Yawande is coupled with Danny. And Danny, like, said, like, oh, my head will never be turned, you know? Like, I'm I'm 100% into you, down to you. And Yawande calls him out and is like, that's fucking stupid. Why would you tell me that? I don't believe you. And then, you know, a week later, a girl comes in and his head is turned and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love Yawande a lot. And somebody, sp- I love Yawande somebody well. said to me, wow, y- Yawande deserved better a couple of weeks ago. And so now I'm just like on, I'm on defense. You know what I mean? I'm on defense mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's what I'm like nervous about with this. Because I think the biggest problem that I've always had with Love Island in general is that I feel like black women always get the shit out of the stick, especially dark skinned black women on that show. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like in adding more <laughs> protected identities into the show, I just, I don't know. The, po- the, the probability of some fuck shit on this show is just very likely. And I'm not excited for that possibility. I'm excited for the gay chaos. Not excited yeah. for possibly some people being overlooked in the house. Because I'm assuming there's still going to be straight people. Yeah. Well, ooh. I don't know. I was just thinking it was going to be a queer season like they did with um, Are You the One? I don't know if Love Island can do that yet. You don't think they can do that yet? I, I think that so much of Love Island's appeal is heterosexual sensationalism. And I don't know if they can sustain a whole season without any straight nonsense. But the know. thing is, like, we both watched season eight of Are You the One? And there was literally nonsense the entire time. That's true. We get to watch these people every day, like all week. I, if it's all queer season, I, it's going to be. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. I do want to like circle back to your um, concern about dark skinned women on the season. And I agree. Like that's definitely a concern of mine too. I don't want to see. I don't want to continue to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I guess I guess we'll just have to see. Um, because those, I mean, those type of dynamics are still, you know, prominent in the queer community as well. So mm-hmm. it's not really something we can get out of unless we had like an all black, all dark skin cast. Because honestly, like colorism right. is going to permeate regardless. Anti-blackness is international, baby. It sure yeah. is. <laughs> but I I'm very much hoping that the entire cast is queer because that would be spicy. That would be spicy, entertaining, mm-hmm. drama filled, lots of lots of crying. There'd be at least I, there'd be at least one hoe, but there's gonna be at least there's gonna be like oh I'm thinking that's like, what I realized. I was like, I think I'm more excited stuff. to see Love Island with queer women than I am with queer men because I just feel like it's gonna be. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> I don't want to watch queer men fight over each other. I really don't, actually. I mean, I do, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. I'm I'm excited for it. I just want to be like, I realized, like, being a producer for a reality show would be so fun. It's basically circling back. It's basically just bullying people for pay. <laughs> It's creating all these situations for people to be traumatized and scared and sad and angry and happy. And you just get to... It's like playing Sims. But, oh my God, I cracked the code. 
I think I want to be a reality TV show. That's what, yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> this seems like something you really would be good for because mm-hmm. I don't even think of it like that. Just that's that's about, what it is. Like playing the Sims. It's just playing the Sims. Yeah, You're creating of. all these scenarios for drama. And you can you can stop them from doing stuff if you don't want them to do stuff. You could kick people off of the show if they're boring. It's a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Sounds mm-hmm. like my future, to be honest. Maybe that's something to be analyzed. True. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I would love to actually, I would love to watch a Love Island documentary about like what goes it. into making a season of Love Island, like from the audition process to like when they, how they decide, like, because I know, I, I figure they audition this big pool, right? And then they have mm-hmm. all these, the, you know, they have the first, is it like 12, 10 or 12 Islanders that start off? And then they have this pool of people. I want to know how they decide, like, okay, you're going to go in now or we're going to save you for Casa more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I'm, sure, I'm, sure that, I'm sure they change, like, as they go based on, like, things that people say, like, on the show. Like, for instance, I feel like there's always at least, like, usually there's, like, one guy who has terrible luck and they can't, like, get a woman or whatever. And they like to have a guy like that on, on from season to season. I've noticed that they like to have, like, a guy who just has shit luck, who always gets looked over, or a girl, vice versa. And I think they strategically pick people to send in who might have luck, like, halfway through the mm-hmm. season. But I think sometimes they, like, wait. Like, they know they have someone who would be perfect for that person, but they wait to see like if this person can last without love for like three, four weeks. So I I would want to see, you know, what goes into that personally. Yeah, I'd be interested. I want to be on the violent. So do I. <clears throat> I, so do it, I. And it's not even like, and you know what? This is probably why I'll never be on Love Island uh, among other things, but it's not because I want to find love. It's just because like, it would just be wild. It's just a wild time. I would love to see all of that play out. Let me. I would let just me get love the, let me get to the cute eat and drink and make out and not have to pay rent. Exactly. <laughs> For like two, three months. That's Let's a vibe. Take a break. Even if I don't win, I still won. You know what I mean? Like getting on the show, you won. <laughs> I'm fine with fourth place. I'm fine not oh, even making it to it the final. All the way to the end. If I can make it to Castle Amor. I feel like I won. You know what? You're absolutely right. It's, Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough Love Island jibba-jabba <laughs> for now. We're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we will do the Ask Your Dad segment. Woo! Ask Your Dad! Yay! I know you. And I know when you were like six, seven, eight, and you saw those Bratz commercials on TV, you, you know, you, a shiver went down your spine because you have a passion for fashion. You love to accessorize. You love to look cute. And summer is quickly approaching, so I feel like the, the want to look cute is even stronger than ever. I think I have a place that will set you up quite nicely with the accessories that you need, and that place is called Glam Factory. You can check them out at goglamfactory.bigcartel.com and they got sunglasses. They got lip glossies. They got hair clips, zodiac sign hair clips even. It's, you know, it's it's the number one spot, you know, to get what you need, just cute little cute little accessories for the summertime and it's pretty cheap. It's accessible, cute looks 
to really, you know, bring the outfit together. So again, you can go to goglamfactory.bigcartel.com and after checkout, you can type in Herman J for 15% off of your purchase. And you know, I shouldn't, you know, I, I shouldn't do this, but because I love you and because I see you and know what you need, you could even follow them at shop underscore glam factory on Instagram because sometimes they have some sales that are a little bigger than 15%, if you know what I'm saying. You, did you hear that? I just fumbled my bag so that you could get into yours. Get into it. Go glamfactory.bigcartel.com. Check them out. We are back with the Ask Your Dad segment, the titular segment of the show. Um, are you excited to give some advice, Ariane? I'm very excited. I love giving advice. So do I. That's why I have a whole show about it. I think it is very <laughs> important. We were just kind of talking about it before. I think it's very important to disclaim. I haven't done it in a while. We are not advice professionals. We are not therapists. We are not absolutely not motivational no. speakers. We are just two friends who like to talk. And maybe we're going to help exactly. you. Maybe we won't help you. You know, that's that's all we can that's all we can give. Um <laughs> if you have a specific thing that you want um unpacked on the podcast and you need some help from us, or if you want to give your take on any of the advice that we've given on the show, you can send an email to justaskyourdad at gmail.com or you could DM our Instagram, which is askyourdadpod on Instagram. Um yeah, sick. Today we're getting into some Reddit advice. So strap on in, because that's always fun. Um, what would you like to start with? We have, we have, we could do something about a bachelor party, something about Instagram, something about a boner, something about Mother's Day. I'm going to go with the boner for 200. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to call this, oh, they already got advice received, but we're going to give advice anyway. We're already here. Um, we're already here. Dang, 23 minutes and you already got the advice you needed. Okay, sir. Um, I'm going to call you Isaiah. I like that name. Um, that's so, my nephew's name. Oh, it is your nephew's name. Never mind. Mm -hmm. We're going to call <laughs> We're going to call him Nathan instead. Because <laughs> I don't want... Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Nathan said, um, I'm afraid I'll get a boner when I see my female best friend naked. Nathan and this female friend are both 21. Uh, we are planning on having a wellness weekend in a couple of weeks. We both said it was fine if we shared a bed in the hotel, but at most wellness saunas, you have to be naked. What? In the bed? Oh, no, no, no. It, it, he's probably talking about like in the sauna, like when you're do going mm -hmm. from, from spa thing to spa thing. I have never done that before. I'm kind of afraid that when I see naked people, I can get a boner. But I'm actually more afraid that when I see her naked, which I never have, I will get a boner. We have been friends for years and she is really hot and quite busty. <laughs> wow. I've only seen her in a bikini bra, i.e. when she needed advice if her breasts don't show too much. What should I do? <laughs> First of all, why does it sound like the beginning of a of a porn scene? Right, it does. Okay, a little yeah. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Second of all, I mean, 
I wish I I wish I could relate in some way, you know, because but I don't have you know I can't get boners. Um, Herman, do you have do you have anything? I don't know if I've really in adulthood. I've never been in a situation where I got an accidental boner in adulthood. Yeah. If I have, I just usually like get out of the situation. Like in high school, it happened a lot. And I would just, you know, put like a backpack there or something. In high school, it's easy because you have all these items with you that you can just cover up with. Um, I don't know. I think here's the thing, right? If you guys are really close friends, I feel like it's easy to just be like, sorry, this is not like, I don't know. I'm supposed to be objectifying you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to objectify you. This is just the thing that happens. I can go honesty over here for a second. Policy. I think honesty is the best, especially if you're best friends. I feel like honesty is always yeah. the best way to go. At the end of the day, when when all of your friends are hot, like you are, you know, appreciative of their attractiveness, yeah. even if you aren't necessarily like having feelings for them or like fantasizing about them or anything like that. Um, and I think that you're kind of, in a way, like making it like almost like manifesting it to happen by like you know really Mm -hmm. thinking oh oh, man what is it going to be like to see her completely naked you know right Right. but also devil's advocate if you think your friend is hot like if she's down would Uh, it be a bad thing i mean to explore that well I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot there. It depends on how the relationship is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But of course. you know, if she was down, if if she was down, it'd be cool. Like, get in there. You know. Not get in there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess literally too. You know. Um. But you know, yeah. If 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 she was into you, that'd be be different. But if y'all are just you know two attractive people who are friends, then communication is going to be your best bet. Because if you just get a a boner she's gonna be like oh my god like cool like you know give somebody a boner or whatever but also like this is my friend yeah so you want to be honest yeah i think the yeah the biggest thing is just if it happens just be transparent about it because this is your close friend yeah you don't um, want to make her uncomfortable that's yeah. number one number one goal is to not make her uncomfortable if you're in a situation where you could just like get out of there when it happens, just do that instead. Also, I I really think that you would be in a towel most of the time. I feel like the only time Maybe you're like just, naked like, is when you're like getting a massage or like in a sauna or like, you know what I mean? Don't people usually have like a towel with when they're in the sauna? Yeah, I feel like you can just boom, so you can cover just, up. You can just Don't you usually like don't y'all don't y'all like, you know, Go through the waistband through like clothes. You could just do that with a with a towel. Yeah, you could. You could. Wow, it's funny that you know about that. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but it did. The waistband technique saved many a man many a time. Um, on to the next question. I hope that helped, Nathan. Um, I think I want to do this one because it seems dramatic and today is mother's day i mean when the episode comes out it won't be mother's day but shout out to all the mamas we talk about daddies a lot but shout out to the mamas mamas carrying the team carrying the team for real okay so this person says i'm gonna call them beep boop beep boop i'm running out of names beep boop okay 
So Beep Boop says, I ruined Mother's Day and I don't know what to do. For Mother's Day, my mom told me she wanted to go to this Mediterranean place. So a week or so later, I called and asked for a reservation. And the lady told me they weren't taking any reservations that early. So I said, okay, I'll call back later. Unfortunately, I didn't set an alarm on my phone to remind myself and I totally forgot to call again. So the day comes and we head to the place and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I didn't call again, but maybe it's not that busy and the wait time isn't long for two. She said she did say no reservations right now, but they only had two tall tables near the lounge area near the bar. I thought, okay, well, I know she hates those tables, but let's try it. At least we'll still get to eat here. Sadly, she said that she didn't want to sit in the lounge area near a bar or at any high table. It wasn't at the bar, but the bar was close by. I refused. She refused to eat anywhere else, and I tried to convince her to go somewhere else, and she said no. I know I totally effed up, but I got busy with work and school and forgot to keep pestering that place for a table. Now she's beyond pissed at me crying. She said she'll never forget this day. Oh my god. And will hold it wow. against me forever, and that I don't oh care about goodness. her. I do care, of course, but now I don't know what to do. Nothing will make this better for her, and I offered to go out of town, but those places are probably packed too. Now she won't even accept my card and threw it. She's in her room sulking away and won't talk to me and basically hates me now, and I don't know what to do. I feel so bad like I made her unimportant, but I don't know how to fix it. She hates me now. What do I do? Hmm. I need to know how old this person is. I'm assuming if you were planning the event for her that you are an adult. Okay. Yeah. As a kid, I don't think I ever planned a... You know, my plans for Mother's Day were yeah. pretty limited. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I don't know, I was, I didn't know how, how old they were, like, but, I mean, there's got to be something else going on, right? Like, while, like, it's understandable to, you know, forget to do things. As someone who is neurodivergent, I forget to do a lot of things, and I forget to call a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So I can def I like there's definitely some some grace that's allowed there. Like there's gotta be something else going on that she's upset about in addition to that. And maybe, you know, unhealthily she's taking it out on you because mm-hmm. like, you know, messing up, you know, that happens. And if that's your mom and you're an adult, you've been around long enough to have made mistakes like this or similar to this before. Mm-hmm. I um, think I so, think in that same vein though. Like, a lot of people, me included, it's the Aries in me, treat, mm-hmm. like, things like birthdays or, like, days that are supposed to be about, like, you as, like, if it's not done well or if it's if it goes wrong, it feels like a personal, like, attack yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, I've had course. a recent big fight about a birthday plans, birthday plans that went awry, and I was really upset about it. And after a couple of days, I was less upset about it. So I think... Sometimes the best thing to do is to do nothing. And I mean, of course, if you want to plan something else, like another thing to celebrate your mom, that would be great. But I do think that she's probably going to need some time. Because if she's that upset, poking the bear is not going to help. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, just the, the amount of, like, you know, she's not accepting the card. She doesn't want to go anywhere else. Like, obviously, the day is ruined for her. Mm-hmm. Um. And you, you know, you can make up for that in another way, like you know, like you said, Herman. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if that's just the only thing going on. If there was, if it was so thoroughly, like, you know, ruined. But you don't have to beat yourself up too much, right? Like, 
Yeah, your mom will At do the end that of the for day, you. That's your mom. You don't have to be yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to be yourself. Yeah, your mom's going to do it. Just take, you know, you made a mistake, made your bed, lie in it. Hopefully you can make it, make up for it in some way. Right. If your mom is a surprise person, this seems like a situation where a surprise would be nice. Yes. That sounds like a great idea. So if you want to get reservations for this place, or if there's another like activity or thing that you know that your mom loves, like planning for that maybe a week or two weeks in advance, and you know not <laughs> not mess it up this time, and like making sure Set that you get alarm. the reservations and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that that would be the best place. And then just be like, hey mom, can you drive with me somewhere or whatever? And then just boom, rat tat tat tat, you got this big surprise for her, and she's like, oh my god. My daughter or son or child loves me for real, actually. You know? I have a dramatic mom, too, so that's the kind of stuff you have to do. (laughs) Hope that helped, Beep Boop. We're moving on. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Um, Would you like to do another advice one, or do you want to do an Am I the Asshole and switch it up? What What does your heart say? My heart does not know. That's why I asked you. Well, my heart doesn't know. And that's because God, I'm a Libra. Damn it. God damn it. You know what? I'm a Libra, right? Well, not Libra rising. I'm a Libra moon. So I know. I know that vibe. I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go with another advice. Let Let's me unpack that for a second. I'm very bad <laughs> yeah. at making decisions in my entire life. I'm just oh, not a decision maker. And it manifests in so many different aspects of my life. And it's a problem. I wish that I was better at that. I got roasted in my capstone class. I got roasted in my capstone class for not being the type of person who just like says what they want to do. Like I'm always, even if I'm a a leader of a project, I'm like, well, what does everyone else want to do? And I'll just do what does, what's not going to be done. You know, I'm never like, this is exactly Mm -hmm. what I want to do. And this is what I'm going to do. It just, you know, I'm I'm slow. I'm slow to pick things. (laughs) I'm slow to pick things. I'm, and I'm a people. it's, It's amazing how, it's amazing how like, I really just am pretty ambivalent about most things. I do not. You are. You're pretty I'm, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm pretty cool about whatever happens here. Like, I'm really along for the ride. Okay, so we're doing another advice one. Um, <laughs> I am such a bully. Okay. I'm going to call this person... Um, um, checker. Uh, checker. 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 <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like that's, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that. I'm just. Interesting. Checker. checker. Okay. Checker says, how do I start a conversation with a girl who doesn't follow me on Instagram? I got a crush on one girl who goes to the same school as I do. We got a couple of mutual friends and they are pretty close to her. But when I followed her on IG, she didn't follow me back. Later, I added her on Snapchat, but she doesn't post anything that I could reply to. <laughs> what should I do? <laughs> Did, did she, add, I'm assuming she didn't add you back on Snapchat because, you know. We got a couple of mutual friends and they were pretty close to her. But when I followed her on IG, she didn't follow me back. Later, I added her on Snapchat, but she doesn't post anything that I could reply to. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming she didn't, she didn't add you back on Snapchat either. Maybe she did, but it sounds like she didn't. It sounds like she didn't. And if that's the case, um, I hate to say it. Well, I don't hate to say it, but I mean you just don't need to message her i mean you i mean you could message her but it doesn't seem like i mean she's not following you back sometimes you got to just take the l yeah sometimes, sometimes you, you gotta just got to be l. like or wait for an opportunity like you just have to yes. either be patient and wait for like an actual opportunity or just take the l cuz it seems like now, she don't, I feel like she didn't follow you back on ig on purpose <laughs> 
I feel like a good idea would be uh, in this case, just to like see, like to feel it out would be if, if you guys have clo- like mutual friends, if y'all are hanging out in the same place, maybe have a conversation and gauge interest there. Boom. But you don't need to be, you know, if, if she didn't follow you back, to me, that's a sign of she's not really that interested. Mm-hmm. Or she's so, not like she doesn't really pay attention to that kind of stuff on social media, meaning that yeah. you trying to hit her up on social media wouldn't work anyway because she's not that type of person. Exactly. Exactly. So since y'all have close friends that are like, you know, maybe maybe talk to maybe talk to one of them, whichever one you you know you trust, who isn't going to get on your head too hard, um, and be like. <clears throat> yeah i just want to see what's up with so and so and if they're like oh she's not interested then you know you can leave it alone they're like or if they're mm-hmm. like willing to see if she's interested maybe they can help cultivate some environment where y'all can you know yeah meet but yeah. other than that when when someone isn't following you back on stuff it's you know usually a i'm not interested usually a and, sign and you just have to be patient, even in real life. Like if you're gonna hit her up in real life, like you can't just. You got to be patient. You got to wait for the opportunity or make the opportunity. And you you tried to make the opportunity by following her, and it didn't pay off. So you just gotta wait or leave it alone. Yeah. And if she's not interested, there are so many people out there. There are so just many fish in the sea. So many Instagrams no need to, to follow. Yeah. So many Snapchats to. Snapchat stories to comment on <laughs> with the eye emojis. Not the eye emojis. Say more than the, the eye emojis. emojis. Not the eye emojis. No, I was thinking eye emojis in the IG comments. Uh, even that? No. Here's my thing, right? Is it? No, no, no. Wait. I don't actually think that's how. I don't actually. But you see people do it, right? That's what you're saying. I see people do it, yeah. right? I I think it's so important if you're going to shoot your shot to not shoot your shot half-assed. If you're gonna shoot your shot, shoot your shot. I emojis don't tell me anything. You need to say words. <laughs> you need to say words. Oh, my connection is unstable. I'm turning my camera off. Um, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta come. You know, you need to be like, I'm trying to fly you out. Don't say that. Not fly you out. <laughs> Those are no. See, that's a small group of people who got money. Like we right, can't, right. We can't, we can't, we can't give that to everybody. People. If I yeah. had money, I would fly you out. Can you guys tell that I have no game? I've never, I've hit on, pe- I've hit on maybe like two people in my entire life. I never make the first move, but that's because of me being who I am. I, I'm similar to Yawande. This love tying it back. I need somebody to be very firm in how they feel about me before I give them anything because I have been hurt before. Where I think that we're on the same level and we're giving the same and then they're looking at someone else or they're not interested in me anymore. And I hate that. And I hate feeling that way. So I'm not going to allow myself to feel that way. So I'm only giving you, I'm giving you exactly what you give me. I'm matching you tat for tat. Nothing more. Unless you're like super amazing or something. Where I feel like this is like my future spouse or something. I need a risk at all. I'm not, I'm not giving you more than you're giving me. Period. Period. All right, let's do an Am I the Asshole to wrap it up. Let's do one more. Do you want to do something about boyfriend or something about family? Just kidding, you don't have a choice because the boyfriend one looks spicier. I was going to oh choose gosh. it anyway. It's a lot of words. Okay, good. See, two of the same mind. Two of the same mind. All right. I'm going to call... It's a girl. I think I want to call her Amber. Love that. 
Because Amber is one of my faves from season five. Amber and Yawande. I love them. And it's always... Amber and Yawande. I don't know if you, if it's this similar for you, but always my two favorite people on Love Island always end up being best friends. And I'm like, it's because they see what I see. They, they're each other's favorite because, you mm-hmm. know, they're the same people. You know what I mean? Like Justine mm-hmm. and Sally from this season of Love Island USA yeah. are best friends. And I like both of them. them. Mm-hmm. Love them. They're still best friends. They, they live really together now. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Both of their men continue to be trash. It's true. And, you know. Or X-Men, I guess, at this point. Yeah, but X-Men at this point. Good. God bless them. Good. Like, date each other, please. Like, this is what, see, this is this is why I need a queer Love Island. Because I, mm. I need, I need, I need, I need something else. I need something different. That's true. That's the thing. I feel like Love Island is never predictable at the very least. Even though it's a lot of straight drama, usually. I feel like I never know exactly what's going to happen in a season, which is You know nice. what? I, I'm surprised about season six. You know, season six is my favorite season. Mine too. I don't know how, I don't know how many of those couples are still together, but it's a pretty good amount. That's a lot of them. A lot of them. Some of them that didn't even make it that far in the show. Yeah, I know. Some of them who didn't honestly, make it Priscilla that far. Should've, they should have got to the final, period. They should have. They really should have. They should have, but you know. Like what's her name? The girl, the girl that I hate, the girl that I hate from season six is with um, one of the Casa Amor boys. They didn't date on the show, Rebecca? but they're dating now. Rebecca yeah, in Big. Yeah, is it, is it Big that she's with? Yeah, Rebecca. Rebecca should have been off it. She. So many men, so many men could have had you know found opportunities for love, and she was just like, no, I hate her. I don't hate her. The I avocado toast really scene is like literally, I it keeps me up at night. <laughs> How do you have this beautiful man wakes up, makes you breakfast, brings you a plate of toast, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, mm, but I don't like avocado. If you really wanted to make me breakfast, you wouldn't have put avocado on it. Girl, get out. I just don't understand. Nobody, but the thing is, like, and nobody. I don't know what she was pulling in the house because it seemed like nobody really liked her that much. So how was she kept? On for so long, as long as she was. On yeah. for so long. There was an option. There was a time where she could have gone home. Why didn't she go home? Why didn't she go I home? Just, it doesn't make sense. What were y'all thinking? Anyway, back back to back to this, am I the asshole? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So Amber says, am I the asshole for my boyfriend being angry at me because I slept at my ex's house? All right. So, (laughs) Amber says, me and my boyfriend are in a good relationship. It's not particularly the best I've had, but it has its moments. Oh my God, please. I feel like I'm on a read. Oh my God. (laughs) We have a pretty open lifestyle. We go to a lot of parties and we generally go outside a lot. Hmm, Going to a lot of parties, huh? Interesting. With a penny? Panini? Not judging you. Not judging you. I've been to my fair share of get-togethers. I understand. So I was at a party with some very good friends of mine. My boyfriend couldn't go because he had to do some uni stuff. And so I went home alone. Side note, sidebar, I really wish that we said university said and uni? uni in I wish America. Uni. College is so... Yeah. Uh, college is... Uh, this is an ugly term. Uni is cute. It makes it a vibe. Uni is cute. I had a lot of fun. Between the people who went, my ex was one of them, and we still have a cool relationship even though we broke up a year ago. Anyway, I was very drunk, like dizzy, and wanting to exhale puke every time, kind of drunk. Ew. 
And so when the party was over, I couldn't drive. It was a long way back home, like an hour in a taxi, and it was 1 a.m. My ex told me I could sleep at his place, which is 15 minutes away, and I accepted it. I went to the sofa and slept there. When I woke up, I was feeling like total shit, even for someone like me. <laughs> what? Oh, so you're like worse. Like it was worse than your normal hangover. Hangovers. Okay. It was at 1 p.m. After I got my shit together, I charged up my phone and saw over 20 messages from my boyfriend. He was very angry. Apparently, one of the people who went to the party told him I went with my ex. I told him about the distance, and he told me that I should have told him it was far so that he could pick me up and that it was an excuse. I don't know why he was so pissed about it. I called him, and he told me that I could stay in my ex's house as long as I wanted and that we were done. I don't understand why he's so pissed about. I didn't do anything wrong with my ex, and it's not his business in whose house I sleep in. I mean, mm, but well, we'll I, get to it. We'll get to it. But well, I honestly, I on, I want honestly an objective view on the situation. He thinks I cheated on him, but I didn't. I want to know if I'm really the asshole here, or if there's a way to prove to him that I didn't cheat on him. That's the thing, right? Me and my mom were talking about this the other day, and I won't get into, like, what brought on. But I feel like when you're in a relationship with someone, I feel like there is a little bit of communication that needs to happen. And I get that you were drunk, right? But I feel like if you could... I don't know. It's hard because you were drunk. Because you were so drunk. But I feel like you could have... Was she at the party with her boyfriend? Hold on. I need a... That's an important thing to know. No, the boyfriend was not at the party because he was Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... I just feel like, like you said, there needs to be a level of communication, but also uh, she was really drunk. Mm -hmm. And I have been really drunk before. And my phone was not my concern. My Mm -hmm. concern was was curling up in a ball Mm -hmm. and like, you know, sleeping it off. So, and she slept on the couch. So... I understand the, you know, frustration and anger that would come from her boyfriend. But at the end of the day, when you're in a relationship with someone, you're supposed to give them respect that you feel like you deserve as well. Mm -hmm. Um, If he was angry, he should have sat, you know, he should have sat with that, Mm -hmm. took a breath Mm -hmm. and then been like, you know what? let me let me text her and be like i this isn't okay like this made me feel this way like you can't you can't immediately go oh like say like you know you can't immediately go abusive just because you're upset you know and i'm sure and whoever whoever like told him also kind of sucks here because because they were sticking their nose in the business you know exactly because but the thing is like if she was really like, it would be different if she was like kind of drunk and she was like kissing all over her mm-hmm. ex and like holding on to them as they left. That's different than the girl is about to fall out. Right. Being carried away with her, like her ex. And Actually, if you were sentient enough it. to like know the like relationship dynamic to be like, oh no, this is wrong. Like she shouldn't be going with her boyfriend. Why weren't you trying to find a ride for her to get home? Exactly. Why were you? Why were you? Why were you snitching? Why weren't you like, "Hey, are you okay?" Especially if she's going with her ex, right? And she's really drunk. Like that could turn into a that could turn into like a sketchy situation for her, right? So why are you so focused on being in the business without being part of the solution? You know? Ooh, ooh, come on, bars. <laughs> 
no, no, yeah, I'm just saying, like, like, and honestly, like, at the end of the day, she don't really want to be in this relationship anyway. Like, she does, but she yeah, like, Amber, it sounds to, like you don't, don't really want to be with it. this guy at all. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have to really get into it, but it sounds more like you just wanted to have somebody to be with and not actually, you know, care, you know, really care about having a strong relationship with this guy. Um, yeah. For him to react in such a way and be like, we're done rather than having a conversation after you knew he drank heavily. Like, it doesn't sound like it's a relationship that he's having anyway, which is why I said, I feel like I'm weak because I'm just like, girl, you might, even if you are the asshole, it's time to break up. Yeah, there's a bit of warning signs that were going on in that situation. I definitely, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. This this is your this is your way out, I think. Because <laughs> yeah, if, I mean, if he you're was really- an hour away, mm -hmm. away like, you know basically blacked out at this point like there should be con some concern about your safety and how you're doing right 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 your ex of a year it's been a year do y'all usually flirt around like what like why that's is he... that's the only thing that i'm like tiptoeing about because if you've given if let's say that you just left out that you've given your your boyfriend reason to doubt with this ex in the past that's the only thing I could think of. He's either crazy, like not crazy, but he's like very aggressive, or he has reason to believe that something else happened. But even then, yeah. knowing how drunk you were, I would, all, I as a boyfriend, I would be more concerned with was everything consensual? Did you, you know what I mean? Like I'd be more protective yeah, like, than angry. Yeah, and 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 especially with her being like, I slept on the couch. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't know. It's just, it's just there's a way to to deal with that stuff and to immediately you know you know be yelling at somebody and saying all this you know terrible all these terrible things to someone you're supposed to care about mm -hmm. and then be like we're done instead of actually sitting down and having a conversation sending mm -hmm. all of that all of those 20 messages or whatever mm -hmm. while she's knocked out because she got ridiculously drunk like right. you should be on come on but I also think, on an accountability note, in the future, you should maybe yeah, have a plan to, to get home when you live an hour away from the party that you're going yeah. to. I actually agree. I think there's a lot of, I think, I mean, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, it's layered. It's a layered Basically, issue. are you the, yeah, it's layered. Basically, are you the asshole? Kind of, sort of, but not enough to, but. but not enough to of, warrant it, what it he did. You are, yeah. Yeah. What, what he did is, is not okay. Yeah. Big red flag to me big red flag energy. shout out shout out to your ex for taking for you know making sure that you went got home or got somewhere okay yeah you know yeah good on and him. that's i feel like the fact that she never said anything about you know him trying to get her to sleep with him or mm -hmm. and, and was just like hey sleep on the couch like yeah i'm, I'm yeah. sure there I, I don't i don't think the relationship is anything is anything has it has any sort of like you know sexual romantic subtext behind it yeah especially since it's been, you know it's been a year yeah well amber um i hope you do what i hope you get out of that relationship gonna be honest but other I, than that you? i don't think you're the asshole i think i think you're chilling <laughs> so let him feel his feelings and then hopefully you move on to it from it in a positive way or you move on without him exactly boom all right well that was the last little thing for our ask your dad segment we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back for the Daddy of the Day segment. See you soon.
We're back with Daddy of the Day, the Daddy of the Day segment where we talk about daddies. Um, you know, a part of me doesn't want to do daddy a daddy today because it is Mother's Day when we are recording this, and it just feels oh. it feels wrong. It feels Why wrong. Why didn't you tell me that? I mean, I could have done. If you, it. you know, think I of love a mommy. Women. If you could think of a mommy off the top of your head to start us off, we could start with mommies. Beyonce. I wouldn't say mommies though. <laughs> mommy? Beyonce's a mommy. But like, is mommy does is mommy on par with daddy and what we're we're saying? I would just never call a hot girl a mommy. I really wouldn't. Interesting. Would you? Interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know. A milf. I mean, usually milf. There we go. Of... We could do milfs. Milfs of the milfs. day. I feel like that's more on par. The, yeah, I th I feel like we should preface that with like in the least of you know objectifying way possible. In the least objectifying way, in the, a colloquial yes. way, we're saying milf, just to be so it's on yes. par with daddy, so it's not uncomfortable because mommy sounds weird to me right now. But yeah, I think you should go first. Okay. Well. I will give my um my milf my 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 milf award to um Yawande from season five of Love Island because she's beautiful. She has a career. She is beautiful. Do I need to say that again? And I just feel like I don't know. Again, I always it's it's so I don't know. They make it so easy. I feel like Love Island casts these very likable dark-skinned black women and then put them through exactly. the ringer by casting everyone else as people who wouldn't be interested in them which is a problem back to this whole producer thing and the pulling strings like they know they know because they interview these people so much you know if there's going to be somebody who's going to be interested in a dark-skinned black girl you know exactly and you choose not to you, you choose to put people who want you know alabaster skinned model-esque women and then you're surprised when the black girl is not having very much luck in the beginning of the season. But anyway, mm -hmm. I think Yawande is amazing and I love her and I can't wait to finish the season so that I can follow her on Instagram without any spoilers. So that's my MILF. Okay. Well, my MILF is not Beyonce. My MILF is um, Kalani. Mm. I have been in love with Kalani for since before she wasn't really um <laughs> amazing just <laughs> came out as a lesbian shout out yeah shout out to her uh, uh, oh no i lost to everyone the wi-fi is out to get me are we back <laughs> <laughs> you might have to turn your video off Ariane. you got me you might have to turn your video off. I got you. I got you. Because my Wi-Fi refuses to work with me. If you want to just... you hear me now? <laughs> yes. If you want to lay out your body <laughs> stand-up once more <laughs> for the um, people to yes. hear. I, everything, about, every, about, everything about Kalani is everything that I love and would, you know, want to be. Love her. Shout out. Adea is adorable. I love Adea. Um, Ugh. Oh, I love uh, top 10 celebrity babies. Adea is top 10. precious. Yes. Um, it was good until it wasn't amazing. 
such uh, a good album amazing art i just <sighs> love 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 that's that's it that's everything i wonder if they've posted videos on like youtube from her live show because i just realized i don't i haven't seen most of like the artists that i super stand i like watch like the live videos religiously i haven't seen a lot of live kehlani performances you know, I don't actually watch any live performances. I just I, I love even... singing ass niggas. It's my favorite I do thing. too. I do too. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I love seeing people actually like love going to concerts, love seeing people live. So I'm ready to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's enough woman empowerment for the episode. Back to daddies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm referencing? Not this. <laughs> Do you know those those tweets where it's like that's enough social justice for today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, my first daddy is another Love Island cast member. I'm sorry. I'm deep in it. I'm deep in it. Um. And it is Michael from season five. Yeah. Oh. I like I like Mike <laughs> in season six too. Michael but, from season five. Yeah. Or is he just okay. Mike? Is he not Michael? Is he just no? Mike? No, he goes by. I don't know if it just. I think people call him Mike and Amber calls him Michael, question mark? I think. I think that sounds right. That, sound, that sounds like it tracks. I'm trying to remember, like, you know, when he's in the confessional, what pops up on the screen. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. Michael. It is. I, like I it's think Michael. it's Michael, too. He's just, he reminds me, and his accent, too. It's a lot about him, right? He looks amazing. He has a nose piercing, which I think is so cute. More black men should get nose piercings, I think. Um... He has a lot of tattoos, but it's not jarring to me. It doesn't bother me, which it normally does. Um, and I also just, he's just, he's just a good sport on the show. I enjoy, I enjoy him. And as I was saying before, his accent reminds me of like the UK version of the American accent that I like the most. And I don't know how to describe it. I really don't. Ariane, I don't know if you could help me, but it's like, it's like, I don't um, even know what the American accent you're talking about. Is. It's like, it's not like, it's not like surfer. It's not like, ska- it's like skater. Uh, it's like skater. But it's like the the British version of that. Do you remember where he's from? He's not from Manchester, right? Because the one from, he might be. Like- Hold on. He might be from Manchester. Let me see. Oh, I'm scared to Google it, actually. <laughs> he says, oh, no, he, he he might be because of the way he says girls. Because I yeah. know that... Um, I think he's from the North in general. Somewhere in the North. Yeah. Which I always like the North. I always like the Northern guys because I like Callum. I always like the Northern guys. I don't know what it is. When I do my... I'm um, you didn't say Callum. When I do my passport um, on Tinder, when you just like go to random cities, I always go to like northern, northern um, cities in in Great Britain because I just I don't know wow. I don't know what it is. All of the guys from Love Island that I've liked have been from that area, so I just feel like if I'm gonna find love, that's where it is. That's where it is. But that's that's all for me. If you would like to say a daddy or two, go for it. <laughs> um, my daddy is gonna be Damson Idris uh a mm. fine fine man Ooh. who uh is the main character on snowfall named franklin saint 
he why do you sound like you're reading he, a book wiki right now uh because i'm because hmm? i'm just you know i gotta make sure i'm prop i gotta i gotta make sure i represent this man in the way okay. that he deserves word, word i wish you know pictures could be pulled up because he is so beautiful summertime and fine. british british <sighs> Uh, there's a video of him, Daniel Kaluuya, and uh, uh, I guess some of their friends or whatever. Um, and he, you know, he calls himself he calls himself like the like the like the king of dark skins or the leader of dark skins or whatever. And every man in that video is beautiful. So I would like to also just say that that video of men are mm -hmm. my daddies mm -hmm. collective. It's a powerful video. It really is. It is a powerful. They all like nobody in that video is 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 lacking. It's really. Was it Daniel Kaluuya yeah. the first person to win? The first British black man to win an Oscar. This I don't know. Year? I mean, that sounds. I, I think mean, I read that. Like, it sounds right. I think I read that, which is crazy because like. Eat your Elba, but like, wow. I mean, yeah. Good for it, him. I mean, but you know, you know how it is. Yeah. You know yeah. how it is for black people. Yeah. So. Well, but, I have I have no. one more. I have one more. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, it's not just one. It's it's multiple men. Yeah. Um, I was just talking about you with uh, talking about it with you in the break, but CNCO is a group that I really love. I just love, I've talked about it on the podcast before. I love groups in pop music because I feel like it's reflective of something really cool. Like that's a really unique experience to be working with oftentimes like people who you start off as strangers and then making great music together and making great friendships and stuff like that. It's like, it's it's what I, it's, it's the zhuzh. It's my specific zhuzh in the music industry. I really enjoy it. And CNCO um, is really just, I don't know, they're really talented. I love, they've kind of got me into reggaeton because I started listening to reggaeton and more Spanish music through listening to CNCO. Um, but I just, they just announced today that one of their members, Joel, who's the American one, is leaving the group. And I was just like, wow, the end of an era. So many of the groups that I stand have been losing members or disbanding and it just makes me it makes me bummed because i think groups that last a really long time in the music industry it's like such a power move because the industry yeah. is like constantly trying to pick people off of the group so when people leave even when it's on good terms it's like damn another one double homicide you know it's like sad double homicide. <laughs> it's just sad but yeah i love them all they're very sexy i want you to pull up a picture Hold on, I'll send did. you a picture. Oh, you did. Don't worry, I already pulled up pictures. You already pulled up pictures. My favorite one um, is probably Zabdiel. I think that he's really cute. I think that Richard is really cute, even though his name is Richard. He had to take an L somewhere, you know. You know, I had a, <laughs> I had a crush on a kid named Richard when I was younger. For for, actually, when I lived in Twenty Nine Palms. I just feel like um, if my name was Richard, I would have to go by like Richie or something. Like people need to not know that my name is Richard. What if you went by what if you went by Dick though? I wouldn't go by Dick either. The only Dick that I stand is Dick Grayson. 
He's the only one who makes it work for me. Any other person who really goes through life letting people call them dick, it's interesting to me. And then people call their kids that. People will call their kids dick as a nickname. Disgusting. I hate it. Jail. Everybody I don't even know where that came jail. from. I don't know. It's like, one of like, those, uh, like, it's like, 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 like Bill, Bill from William, Bob from Robert. I don't understand how we got there. I don't. How did we get there? Why did we decide that that was a thing? I don't know. I really don't. Because Will is right there. Rob is right there. Rich is right there. Why are we switching it up? Rick. Like. <laughs> Why are we switching it up? I don't know. I don't get ridiculous. it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at CNTO right now. And, you know, there's one here with red hair um, and a chain. Oh, that's that not I'm descriptive enough. <laughs> um, really? It's not. Their hair colors change all the time. They're in a boy band. That's true. Um, you know, I wish I could tell you which one it is. Give me some more descriptive features. Maybe it's Richard. Maybe it's Richard. Is he dark skinned? Yeah, it darker is skinned. Yeah, it's Richard. That's the one I thought you would be into. I'm yeah, photos of them. Yeah, Richard yeah. is in my top. My top two. Yeah, because he looks like your type. Yeah, but I hope that Joel has a wonderful solo career. I'm assuming that's what's what's happening. Um, I hope he has fun. I actually know someone who knows Joel. Ooh. My friend Josh. Shout out Josh. The original, my original RA partner slash co. He played soccer with Joel when he was like six. That's cool. Look at me. Just speaking elbowing which, it with celebrities. <laughs> speaking of which, let's just take a second to make you a daddy Oh my because god, not this. You are graduating. You were graduated. Yeah. You were done. You yeah. finished. And you were an RA the majority of the time. That is quite the feat. It's quite the feat. You That's are ridiculous. You're amazing. You're great. Thank you. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. If I were gonna quit or if I was gonna <laughs> drop out, it would have been this year. <laughs> so, you know, I'm glad that it we made it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that mm-hmm. we made it through because it was a bit hellish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was really imagine. just hoping at the beginning of the year that they were just going to be like, let's just take a break from college. Too much of a flight. Me risk. too. <laughs> let's Me just too. take a break from college while this pandemic clears up. We'll be back later. Never did. <laughs> but I guess it's fine because now I get to say that I'm graduated. Like I don't have to go through another anymore school if I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, you know, like nice. me. Yeah, but you know what? It's going to be a joyous day. And also the cool thing about you graduating when you're graduating is that it's more likely that we can like come and like celebrate like in a real way, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that happens, um, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. <laughs> it's going to be a big one. For sure. <laughs> We're getting an Airbnb mansion. We're going crazy. Sure. Do they do that? Maybe I'll save up money. Do they do Airbnb mansions? Or like McMansions? Maybe I, mean, I just want to be in a big house. Have property everywhere. Not to live in a big house, but to like party in a big house. You know, it just yeah. I I think I would like it because of the sound and the space. Oh yeah, like all of the sound would bounce off pretty sick, and then the space would just be yeah. It'd be a lot of lot yeah. of room. My uncle, when I lived in Georgia, my uncle that lived across the street from me, he had a basement, and the parties in that basement, woof, next level. I'll tell you what. Basement parties are great when, you know, it's not packed. 
mm-hmm. a good basement party unbeatable because you don't have to worry about being too loud because you know the sound's not going anywhere <laughs> just bouncing around in the basement exactly but that is the end of the episode for us um Ariane, would you like to promote anything before we go um sure um i i mean i really just uh you know stay in school okay <laughs> <laughs> i won't say don't do drugs because i i don't because you be doing all that. the drugs um don't doing all the drugs don't, don't snitch don't tell on me um you know if you can if you have the money make sure you're you know you know providing as much mutual aid as possible mm-hmm. um we're a cab around here mm-hmm. um you know just make sure you're you know doing your things to fight capitalism mm-hmm. and you know everybody stay safe wear a mask mm-hmm. that's all i got not much to promote that like reminds me um if you're not already up to like snuff about what's happening in Colombia right now, do a little bit of research on that. Um, you know, their government is up to no good. It, you know, it happens across the world. And I think a lot of times, like if you think back to, for instance, in America this past summer, with the big wave of people protesting in the streets about police brutality, a lot of the changes that happened and a lot of the like changes that were made were because everybody's eyes were on us around the world. Everybody was watching everybody was donating, everybody was staying informed, and so we gotta do the same thing for other countries when some fuck shit is going on, so stay up to date on what's happening in Colombia, donate if you can. Um, Palestine as well. Palestine as well, yes. Stay informed in general. Palestine as well. Stay informed. Stay informed. Stay informed. I think a lot of people fell off when the election ended, and I think now's a great, as good a time as ever to re-engage on what's going on in the world. Yes, yes, yes. Period. Well, that's pretty much it from us. If you love the podcast, follow us on Instagram, AskYourDadPod. If you love me, follow me on Instagram, HermanJohnDad. Do you want to promote your Instagram, Ariane? I don't use it, really. I don't think there's any point. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys uh, later. Stay safe. Keep your head up. Happy Mother's Day. Adios. Happy Mother's Day.